Unlike animals, with their instincts to guide them past dangers, we humans have to rely upon our conscious decisions. We do the best we can when it comes to our career path and handling the inevitable setbacks in life. But in the back of our minds, we can sense an overall lack of direction as we are pulled this way and that way by our moods and by the opinions of others. How did we end up in this job, in this place? Such a drifting can lead to dead ends. The way to avoid such a fate is to develop a sense of purpose, discovering our calling in life, and using such knowledge to guide us in our decisions. We come to know ourselves more deeply, our tastes and inclinations. We trust ourselves knowing which battles and detours to avoid. Even our moments of doubt, even our failures, have a purpose to toughen us up. With such energy and direction, our actions have unstoppable force. Robert Greene, wow, I don't know about you, but I'm already jazzed and we just got started. Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planeden, and you are in the right place if you want to create an inspired life by making mindful decisions and taking positive actions to live harmoniously and imprint effectively on those you mentor and love. Today we are discussing the law of aimlessness from Robert Greene's book, The Laws of Human Nature, and it provides you actions, actions you can take to create an optimistic mindset, elevate your well-being, and live an extraordinary life. We are well on our way through this book, and if you missed any of the episodes, don't worry. There'll be links in the show notes. This chapter, this fantastic chapter, is all about how to advance your life with a sense of purpose. So ask yourself one thing. What do you do that's meaningful? Green begins this chapter with the history of Martin Luther King and his imprint on society. He also discusses the journey and the higher sense of purpose, the mission King had in order to keep moving forward. King says, We have a responsibility to set out and discover what we are made for. To discover our life's work. To discover what we are called to do. And after we discover that, we should set out to do it with all the strength and all the power we can muster. So today is also about discovery. What speaks to you? What do you feel your greatest gifts are? And are you wasting them? Hmm? What is your intuition telling you? Once you know your course, you can live your life on purpose with meaning. Once you know your course. But you can't do it alone. We cannot do anything alone. Green says only when we are alone. This is what happens. Only when we are alone or in down moments do we actually experience the chronic boredom that motivates many of our action and eats away at us. That's of interest. What do you think about that? Hmm? 
think about what you think about when you're alone versus with others. What's dragging you down? Have you noticed what you're thinking about and when you are thinking about it? Oh, that seems like a little bit of a twist, but really digest that. Thoughts are very powerful and you need to believe you can succeed at what you are meant to do before you can succeed. <laughs> you need to believe before you can succeed. Have a confident expectation of success. I'm just going to say this is where inspirational quotes come in handy, vision boards come in handy, putting something on your phone to remind you every morning before you even get out of bed. If that's what you use as an alarm clock, put something positive on there. Lift yourself up. Because when you are feeling deflated, and it does happen, it makes it a little bit easier to stay on course. When you are feeling stressed, take a breath. Chase what you want, what you want. Instead of simply taking what you can get, you don't have to accept what's happening in your life. Chase what you want. Set your compass in that direction. Set it in the direction you want to go. And before you know it, oh, you're going to start turning your life around. You will. Remember where you've been. Remember where you're going because the memory of the past is not to reminisce and go, oh, remember when and oh, if only I could go back in time. No, memory is for knowledge. Now you've learned something. Now you're moving forward because of it. Use that. Don't reminisce. Don't drag yourself down into the past, into the depression. You've been there, done that. Use it as a tool to set sail in a new direction. Okay, so when you advance with this sense of purpose, Green says, you will develop the ability to focus deeply. And with such focus comes momentum. Mm, you'll retain what you absorb because when you are engaged emotionally in learning, you learn faster and it leads to creative energy. It's, it's sort of like you get this wheel going, perpetual motion, have you? And with a mind teamed with fresh information, you know, because you keep learning, your ideas are going to start flowing. They're going to come out of nowhere. You're going to have like all these fantastic concepts to explore. And reaching such creative levels are oh, so intensely satisfying. And it becomes even easier, easier to add new skills to your repertoire with time, with repetition. Let me say that again. It becomes even easier to add new skills to our repertoire. This quote I just gave you from Robert Greene just absolutely changed my perspective. Changed my perspective on understanding the internal guidance system that we all have. 
practice can be tedious, <laughs> but if you embrace it and know of the tremendous benefits to come because they will be delivered, they will not be overnight, not in this instantaneous world. I'm, I'm sorry, it's, it's work, it is work, but then you're learning something new. You're learning something very exciting. You are learning that with time and repetition and patience, you will be able to focus and gain momentum. Remember that. If nothing else, just remember that. So how do we do this, you may ask? <laughs> well, we talked about what, why it's important. So how do we take the next step? Green discusses five strategies in his book to put into practice for developing a high sense of purpose. And he does say a disclaimer, this is in no particular order. So you have to fit it into what works for you in your life and see where you need to fill the gaps. But the first one he mentions is to discover your calling in life. What are you drawn towards? You know, like what, what holds your interest? And again, it depends on what stage in your life you're at. When, you know, if, if you're, I don't know, having a midlife crisis, remember what piqued your interest before. What did you really love? And you thought, oh, I gotta make a job. I gotta make a paycheck. I gotta, whatever. You know, and I'm not saying quit your job. I'm saying maybe you need to add a little interest into your life, a little sparkle into your life, and you might need to look at your past, what really gave you that drive, that inspiration, but what feels natural, not necessarily easy. Do you have a natural gift or affinity to mathematics, music, drawing, creation, uh, words, logic, I, I, I don't know, you name it. What are you drawn towards the most? Really explore that because Green says when you are engaged in the activity that it feels right, it will correspond to that form of intelligence in which your brain is most suited. So you're gonna feel it, you really will. This will require some continual introspection to know who you are, your uniqueness. You're an original, just like your fingerprint. You're gonna to have to experiment with this. You're gonna to have to discover this. Discover your calling in life is going to take some time and a little bit of uh, introspection on your part. Next, Green says, is to use resistance and negative spurs. Hmm, what does he mean by this? Well, the keys to success in any field is to first develop skills in various areas which you can combine later in unique and creative ways. But the process in doing so can be tedious and painful <laughs> because you become aware of you know your lack of skill and it's like, I don't know how to do that. But you didn't know how to do anything until you did it. So you just keep doing it and you embrace the tedium, understand the frustration is progress. And in the words of Ryan Holiday, the obstacle is the way. That also reminds me of Acres of Diamonds, you know. So there's a lot of different stories that have been told throughout time on mm, 
the harder it's getting, those diamonds just might be on the other side of the, the final dig. Anyways, um, Green goes on to say you need self-imposed deadlines in order to concentrate your energy. Not too long or procrastination will take over. Like if you think, oh, in a year from now, ooh, you don't want that procrastination to take over. You don't want to kill time. And just when you've had about enough and people start to criticize you and people start to wear you down and say, oh, you're still doing that? Well, hmm, hasn't it been two years? No, 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 no. Remember, they're actually just jealous. They are. <laughs> Don't be defensive. I spoke about this. It's envy. Do not let the envy win, okay? Use that negative vibe to your advantage, even if you have to tell yourself, hmm, well, I'll show them. Third, absorb purposeful energy. Oh, I love this one. Because I spoke of this in episode 68, how to become an elusive object of desire and why you want to. This is really about finding the proper mentors. Somebody who's been there, done that to help guide you, lift your spirits and reinforce your confidence. Stick to your vision because it will be tested by others. So you need, you need some backup. You need, you know, you need the Robin to your Batman. You need some backup at all times. And at the moment, it's very difficult to find someone or even a group who can mentor you in person. Reality is a bit out there right now. And, and Green does say, and I'm going to say this book was written during a different time, that not to settle for virtual <laughs> associations or mentors. But um, I know they don't have the same effect, but it's absolutely better than nothing, right? And, and here you are. The whole reason you're listening to this show or watching it on YouTube is because you want to improve your life and you need a little boost and positive reinforcement and you want to live your life on purpose with purpose. That is also why I'm developing my online course finally. I have finally decided, okay, my live seminars and teachings probably won't take place for another couple of years. I'm, I'm just looking forward into the future. And so the online courses are, are coming, but uh, well, more on that later. In the meantime, just surround yourself with energy you deserve it and you deserve to continue to learn and grow and thrive and prosper and if you have to do that virtually then so be it because if you don't then the world around you is shaping you shaping your brain and everything you do everything you encounter everything you experience so you may as well create your own positive productive one Next tip of strategy is to create a ladder of descending goals. Green uses the analogy of a ladder to help you break it down because it is an overwhelming task at hand. Goals, you know, the bigger the goal, you're like, wow, where do I start? Well, that's where you have to have smaller steps in order to reach your goals and you have to have micro goals. You have to have daily goals 
because it helps you focus and maintain momentum. And Green says periodically to return to your original vision and imagine the immense satisfaction you will have when it comes to fruition. This will give you clarity and it will inspire you forward. I actually spoke about this in detail at the beginning of the year on goal setting and I will definitely link that uh, to the show notes as well because it gives some extra tips because today's episode is not about goal setting but it is an integral part of it. So, so far in the strategies we've talked about discovering your calling in life, using resistance and negative spurs for success, absorbing purposeful energy and creating a ladder of descending goals. The final strategy is to lose yourself in the work. Oh, that is euphoria, utopia, you name it. I love that place. This is a sense of flow and uh, the psychologist Abraham Maslow called these peak experiences. Once you have them, they're forever changing your life, your world, your feeling, your vibe. Once you find that groove, once you find that momentum, oh, you can hardly wait to keep going and going and going. And oh, next thing you know, you're the energizer bunny. <laughs> when you lose yourself in work, it is so important because along the way, you're going to have moments of frustration and boredom and failure and distraction and oh my goodness in my immediate gratification world of so many distractions and like oh who's doing what never mind forget about it once you find this sense of flow and you lose yourself in that work you will no longer care about all those distractions you won't care who's saying what and who has how many followers and all that jazz because a lot of that is not real a lot of that is not real. And just remember that because when your sense of purpose, your sense of purpose is intensified, that is the greatest reward because you've done this long, dedicated work and you've made so many sacrifices. And you may have had to sacrifice a little bit in your personal life too. This is not going to be easy. No. Remember, not doing anything because you feel failure, your fear, being rejected, being told no, is the same as not doing anything. So you literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I hope that makes sense to you. And I'm just going to give you an example. Say you, say you want to write a book. Write your memoir. Maybe finally write that letter. And you don't want to be rejected. You don't want to have publishers reject you. You don't want to have the public reject you. You don't want that. So it's paralyzing and it's stopping you because you have this fear of failure and you have this fear that you're going to be rejected and this fear someone is going to say no. The end result 
is exactly the same as if you absolutely did nothing. That's why you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. You must put time and energy into this. You must give yourself uninterrupted time to work on this. The focus must be the work itself. Green says, not only will you find this flow immensely therapeutic, but it will also create oh, results. It will yield creative results. Look at this as a form of devotion to your life's work. Such devotion will eventually yield moments of union with the work itself and a type of ecstasy that is impossible to verbalize until you have experienced it. Think of Michelangelo. Do you think he knew how to paint a Sistine Chapel until he did? No. He went for it. He got into the groove. He went into the flow. He was one with his work. How can you be one with your work? How can you be one to be true to yourself, to your true calling? in life. I am going to say there's one caveat to all of this because Green does give a final warning about how not to be lured with a false sense of purpose. False purpose comes from external sources, belief systems that we swallow whole. <laughs> and it's usually conformity to what other people are doing and what other people are saying and what other people think about what you're doing. Yeah, so the real purpose leads us upward to a more human level. We improve our skills, sharpen our minds. We realize our potential and contribute, contribute back to society. Everyone can do this because a false purpose leads downward to the animal side of the brain, and that's just mm, survival mode, isn't it? You lose your mental powers. You give over to others' wishes and even to some addictions, mindless conformity and cynicism. So remember this. Remember who you are. My goodness, that was a lot to take in, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't even feel like I did the chapter justice. It has just so much juicy, juicy information. So you may want to listen to this a few times and make sure you share the show with someone you know and have the courage to share it with somebody you don't and leave a review and leave a comment. What resonated with you, listen to it over and over and over again. There is so much in this episode and just keep reminding yourself, you were born with a gift. You were born with purpose, and you're on a journey in life to hone and develop that gift. Maintain your childlike curiosity. Yeah, keep that spirit alive, because your purpose will change, and it'll change within, and the direction of your compass will change, and that's when you can go with the flow, because when you know who you are, it becomes your anchor in life. With such energy and direction, our actions have unstoppable force and we can live an inspired life.